0: Good Monday morning. Today's lesson is less needed than it has been needed in the past. I'll explain. But I'll first tell you a story. The man was sitting across from me on the little settee I had in my office. I was his last chance. The judge in town had sent him to me. He'd already been to social workers. He was known to the police and he still had not changed even though given every chance the man beat his children now he beat them with a belt or he beat them with a, a dowel rod but he would claim that he had a right to do this because they were his children and that the Bible says that he is to discipline them and therefore he had every right to do it and when the government tells him he's harming his children which he was, then that's the government trying to take away his religious rights. And he was drawing a hard line. Okay. So I asked him, I said, you're doing this to discipline your children. He said, yes, like the Bible says. I said, that's that's, that's a good thing because we're going to get to the Bible. We're going to talk about the Bible. By the way, in case I forget to bring it up later, he didn't change. And he went to jail a couple of times. After that, I don't know what happened. I left that city for another work, but I um, wish I could have told you a great happy ending. Patrick solved the day, you know, solved the, the problem and saved the day. But nah, sometimes I don't. And that's just because people, all right? my fault or his fault um but as i've had people others like him in my life and they'll say you know, spare the rod and spoil the child and i'll say where, where do you get that and they'll say well from the bible the bible does not include the phrase spare the rod and spoil the child at all not even a cousin to that phrase is in scripture regardless of which translation you use reminded me of a time where my, my dad and I, and I was just a boy, probably 10 or 11. And we were in this lady's house and dad was trying to get her to do a Bible study with us so that she could come to the one true church. You know what that was like. And I don't know what uh, prompted this. Uh, adults are having a discussion, but she said, like the Bible says, make hay while the sun shines. And I kind of froze a bit because I'd already read it a few times. And dad went a little quiet, and he said, where, where is that passage? And she thought for a while, and she goes, well, I think it's in one of the Timothys or Titus. And we all agreed that would be a very nice place for it. We moved on, because it was not going to be helpful to tell her, no, it's not in there, and you know, charge. There are a lot of things people say that aren't in the Bible, and spare the rod and spoil the child has been one of those things that has been very, very harmful. Uh, the word discipline has been translated a few different ways over the years and it also are there are several words in hebrew and greek that we translate discipline or punish but they're different words and we make a mistake whenever we act as if the bible were written in english to us in 2021 where we live no there's a bit more to it than that Bible is written to somebody else and we have to get into their language, their heads, their culture, and then hear the words. For example, chasten It's an old-fashioned word that's not in most modern translations, but the word discipline was translated chastened several times um, by translators in the past, and that made a, made a difference in our culture. You can go to places like Psalm 6 and verse 1 or Psalm 94, 12. It's also in Proverbs nineteen eighteen. Uh, it's in um, Job five seventeen. I, I think it's in yeah. It's in Revelation three nineteen. So chasing. The word can mean physical punishment, but it doesn't have to include physical punishment. It's one of those options. It's a word that does mean to correct behavior. And sometimes that might have included physical punishment, but not always. And so you have to always take a look at, well, who's the target here? Is it an adult? Or is it a, a, a child? Is it a nation? Is it how, what does it mean? Actually, you know what the word chasing means in the original? Sorry if that's messing up the microphone, but I got to turn pages. Um, it means to instruct and train. Those of you that have dogs know that if you beat your dog to try to teach it something, your dog will never learn anything other than that you are a very dangerous person and they may experience pain at any time. Uh, One time we got a call um, when we lived in a a, a little town and they said, listen, uh, can you take care of a dog for a few days until we find its owner, you know, uh, it's a big lab. Looks to have been uh, abused. Well, we we had had no experience with labs. We knew border collies, but we didn't have a dog at the time. So I went over, and I remember this beautiful big lab, black lab. And as I would reach toward it, it would shake and pee, and I knew its history. Well, moving on because Monday morning messages are supposed to be short. I've also seen. Children who wince and flinch when their father or mother move suddenly beside them. That tells me something. They're not being taught what you think they're being taught. They're being taught that mom and dad are dangerous, may harm them at any moment, and wrath can be sudden. And then there's chastise. And again, we're using old words here because the King James had a profound effect upon the way we... Read scripture, even the way we still translate scripture. Chasten clearly means physical punishment. And it, I'm sorry, chastise. Boy, that was a mess. Chastise always means physical punishment. And chastise is not related to chasten in the original languages, neither in Hebrew or in Greek. It is in English where we conflated the terms, much to our own hurt. A couple of examples of this would be Deuteronomy 22 and verse 18, and then Luke 23 and verse 16. When you find the word chastise, it always means physical punishment. But here's the thing. It always, the target always is a rebellious adult or a rebellious nation. It never refers to children. And then the word rod. Word rod's in there. It is. Many words are translated rod, but the most common is shabit or shibet, meaning a, a reed, a cane, a staff, or a scepter. So you hit him with this? <clears throat> Not usually. It generally meant by the time scripture was being written as a teacher's pointer or as a shepherd's crook, that, that long cane thing he has with a little crook at the top, where you can grab a, a sheep by the, the neck and pull it back into line uh, without harming or terrifying the sheep. It um, it became to mean the body of law, the body of tradition, or as we would refer to it today, the canon, C-A-N-O-N. That's the word that it became. Just like you know, logos meant word, which then later became logic, which became then meaning words change meanings over time. Well, the word rod came to mean the body of law, what you should learn in school, and a teacher's pointer or a king's scepter. None of these things are things you hit people with. It's, It's just not what the word means. And that's a shame that we didn't know that. It's a shame that people still preach the Bible as if it were written in English, and that the words we used to write it down are exactly what were meant. Now, this may terrify and unsettle some of you because you might think, well, then what else have we gotten wrong? Well, the answer is quite a lot, but don't be terrified because all you have to really get right is that Jesus is the son of God and you belong to him. And I would add that you come to him in baptism and that you decide, I'm gonna live the Jesus life. And that may look different than the way I live mine, but you're trying to shine through your genes and I'm trying to shine through mine, all right? Our DNA may be different, our situation may be different. Go ahead, be be Jesus with skin on in your area. That's what you've gotta get right. All the other stuff, it can be really important, like getting rod wrong has put people in prison and has damaged countless generations of children um and that's by the way that rod is what we find in proverbs again and again and again in chapters 22 29 um for uh, chapter 13 you will find that word being used there remember the discipline is a matter of teaching disciple means a person who is following so discipline means to help them follow you don't do that by pain and terror you don't do that by thunderous consequences for trivial actions we let them learn jesus and how do do they do that we parents are the play that they are watching to learn about god life and love the way i treat my my wife that's that was always a lesson to our children and to our grandchildren we have three grandsons that live locally, uh, 12, 8, and 6. Ollie gets six tomorrow. Uh, not when not when you watch this, but when I'm recording it. We're going ahead of time. I'll tell you why in a bit, maybe. Well, August, I'm on the road. I've got so many medical conferences, law enforcement conferences and such that I'm talking to. We wanted to make sure these were recorded. But anyway, Ollie's six, so 12, 8, and 6. And they have sleepovers in our house, not every week, but every week that they can. Uh we'll take them. And we have a blast. And they're at that age where I'll hug my wife as I'm going to work and they'll go, ooh. And a couple of times ago they start going, all three of them started pounding the table, kiss, kiss, kiss. We kissed and all the noises they made, going, ooh, ah, and they, but they loved it. And they're never going to forget the granda and sugar love each other. And we're not sloppy about it but they know that we smile when we see each other, we respect each other, we defer to each other, uh, we listen to each other, they see all of that. And it's important that they do. By the way, they see that in their mom and dad too. Their mom and dad are sterling. They're just stellar folk and doing an amazing job. So how do you, try, how do you, um, how do you discipline if you don't hit them? First of all, I'm really sad to hear that that's even a question, but I, I do get that question. I'll put it to you this way first. If you ever mark them, if you ever terrorize them, if you jerk and shake them, you are wrong. And in fact, if you mark them in any way, intentionally or unintentionally, that is legally referred to as abuse in every state in the United States. And so it should be. So, what do you do? You talk to them about Jesus, you go full Deuteronomy 6. You show them, you weave them in, and help them learn how to follow. That's discipline, learning how to follow. Believe it or not, a policeman pulling you over and giving you a ticket, because you're going 54 in a 45 zone. Um, You might say, they owe me 10. No, they don't have to. They're giving you a ticket. What are they trying to do? Get you back in the herd at the right speed so that you don't damage others. For a long time, Texas had um three different speed limits on on their highways one for cars lower one for trucks and then another one for nighttime that was a nightmare because you you know last thing you want is all the traffic to be going the same speed no you really want that and so they did change that to their credit we have to do leading our children Uh, we have to be disciplined ourselves disciplined in what we eat how we work what we say what we watch on telly or in movies of the light how we behave we must be disciplined before they are disciplined um, and i'll end it there i've got more to do here and if you have questions on child care and, and child rearing and the like i, I did family uh, seminars for probably 25 years before i was asked to do much more in the, in the medical and law enforcement field and then much more in this sort of thing. So um, if you have questions, please let me know, and we'll try to get to them. But that rod, it's a lot easier to hit a kid than it is to discipline yourself and teach the child the canon of Scripture and the stories of Jesus, going full Deuteronomy 6. And that's why a lot of people default to the rod. But a lot of others default to it because their parents did, and they think that's what the Bible says to do. And it isn't. So sometimes you have to check back and say, who told you that? And where'd they get it? When you go back far enough, we can drop the sticks and the belts. And we can learn a, a better way of raising our children. God bless. I hope you have a